0: what's good in the hood this is the drop with sa doc today is april 7th 2023 today is uh friday uh most people got the day off because it's uh it's good friday today so uh you know today's gonna be a good day today is friday so I hope you find yourself well And on today's episode uh, We're Actually going to be talking about a few things here So one thing is the uh, The Donald Trump indictment You know, something that's uh, In the headlines And, you know It's crazy shit, you know You got a president that's Being indicted might go to prison you know so i think you get jail time for what he's being indicted for i think um andrew tate mr toxic masculinity just got released from a romanian jail uh on house arrest so you know he was locked up for a few months he got accused of um sa and uh, so after a few appeals he got he got released so you know we're gonna go ahead and and talk about that as well so um, you know real quick before we get started here uh, you know make sure you you go check out the website sa E-S-E-D-O-C dot uh you know check out the podcast on apple podcast it's the dropway essay doc uh we're on spotify as well and i say we're because i've got multiple personalities (laughs) so um it's not it's not just you know it's not just me there's different entities you know living in my head but aren't you know aren't we all uh crazy like that you know but um Anyways, uh, yes, uh, you know, follow me on Instagram, S-A underscore Docwell, D-O-C-W-E-L. Look me up on YouTube, S-A Doc, E-S-E-D-O-C. Follow, follow. Uh, also check me out on, uh, on Apple Music and on, uh, Spotify as well, Docwell. Got my music on there, so, you know, go ahead and look me up. Follow, like, subscribe. All right. So, uh but without any further ado, let's get into it. So, uh first, Donald Trump being indicted. You know, um and then the the reason why he's being indicted is from what I understand is it, there was a, a thing that he had with a porn star stormy daniels and he paid her off to shut up you know it was hush money so i think what they're saying is that he used campaign funds to uh to pay for it and that's what he's getting indicted for but there's 34 counts. so how the hell is there you know 34 counts but so he was indicted and he was arraigned this last Tuesday, after an investigation into payments made during his 2016 presidential campaign to silence claim uh, claims of an extramarital sexual encounter. So, extramarital sexual encounter. I had an a hey, hey, that's a ESE. Right? <laughs> that's an essay an extramarital sexual encounter you know have you had an essay before an extramarital sexual encounter an essay so the indictment itself remains sealed for now uh, which means we don't know the details and this is the first criminal case ever brought against a former US president so well you know bill clinton kind of had something similar right because they're trying to indict him for you know getting some uh under the desk action from you know monica lewinsky you know um so and he didn't get in trouble for it and i I guess you can kind of argue that you know his sexual conduct while he was on the job right um you you would get fired for, for having sex at work with one of your employees, wouldn't you? So, you know, but Bill Clinton got to keep his job. <laughs> I think Monica winsky got fired. <laughs> I don't remember if she did or didn't, but um, but I think she either quit or, you know, got fired. I, I, I doubt the first lady is going to allow the first. OK, can, can you say? The word, the W word. W-H-O-R-E. She would be the first, right? H-O. Of the White House. I doubt she's going to let her keep her job. Right? And um, that's her husband. You know? He's getting blowies under the desk. So I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, Hillary wasn't... <laughs> wasn't going to keep her on board or keep her working there. So... But, you know, you'd say he's using his uh, presidential influence to, you know, get around. But I guess back then things were different. Back when Bill Clinton was president, um, you know, there wasn't this crazy mob, you know, uh, putting tremendous effort into, you know, uh, really trying to. I don't want to say attack a president, but uh, just take someone out. Take someone out the game, right? Because I definitely feel like this is all just um, a big effort to eliminate Donald Trump. You know, uh, obviously he, he poses a threat, right? Because you wouldn't eliminate someone unless they posed an honest threat, right? To you or your campaign or, you know, whomever. So, um... Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's what that's what's going on here. So, Trump, a Republican, who assailed the case Thursday, as a Democratic prosecutor, political persecution uh, of a completely innocent person. That's what he's saying. So, he turned himself in. You know. So, um, you know, when he got fingerprinted, right? He had to put him on his, his Donald Trump is known for like having really small hands <laughs> and he always gets clowned for it, but he got to put his little baby hands on the, on the fingerprint paper. <laughs> um, and the, the judge that's overseeing the case is a Colombian born judge. So some are saying that, that that's also on purpose um, because of all the Donald Trump's statements that he's made against immigrants being criminals and rapists and drug dealers and so uh they're saying that you know this judge was appointed to the case on purpose to um you know just add more fuel to the fire of uh Donald Trump's uh, burn <laughs> you know of, of stake burning or burning him at the stake um so again there's not a whole lot of details as to why there's 34 counts you know um was there some shady stuff that happened i'm sure you know um i'm sure that you know if if he's paying if he's paying stormy daniels like a bunch of hush money um he's probably gonna not want to leave a trail of it um two he probably doesn't want it to be his own money So is it possible that, you know, in some kind of legal way, he just used campaign funds or, you know, some kind of embezzled company funds? I I don't know uh, that he did something like that. Yeah, it's very possible. Um, It it is possible. But I'm sure that Donald Trump. So even if you do something that's not ethical, right, like you use your company money to pay off this uh, porn star to be quiet Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to do it in a way that you're not going to get in trouble for it later on I'm sure that he would anticipate that he would have the common sense to anticipate that this can come back to hurt him later on that this isn't something that would just you know go away so uh, we shall see you know what happens to Mr. Donald Trump You know We will We will see So let me adjust my My volume here So I'm uh Messing with this volume As I'm recording And then uh You know The sound's not gonna match So going to make sure that your recordings are proper Um uh, so again we'll see what happens with donald trump um you know i'd say it's 50 50 i mean basically he has the entire united states government that's going against him you know i'm sure that you know biden is is throwing everything at the case uh as far as resources so it's like donald trump against the united states government (laughs) we'll see how it goes you know uh you know i i really don't care much either way um My thoughts on Donald Trump um, is that uh, I I think as far as foreign relations, um, I think that maybe he had a better skill set for, you know, um, working well with uh, other leaders, Um, even Russia. You know, they say, keep your enemies close, right? So, uh, you still need to have an ability to be able to communicate with these leaders. And I think... You know, uh, Putin respected Trump. Um, I think Trump is respected by a lot of the global leaders, um, which would make it easier for us to do business with them, right? And maybe uh, create deals that, that are fair and that are in everyone's best interest. You know, and Trump was pretty tough when it came to uh, making deals. Uh, he has a book called The Art of the Deal. I think, um, and pretty good book. So, um, again, that's really the only difference that I see in in Trump and our existing um, wonderful president, Mr. Joe Biden, is that I I think Trump had more of an ability to better negotiate and maintain good relationships with these other leaders. So uh, I do think that, you know, things might be a little different if we had different leadership in the White House. So, those are my thoughts on uh, on that. Uh, and in other news, uh, you know, talking about toxic men, <laughs> um, Andrew Tate has been uh, released from jail in Romania. So, Andrew Tate was... Uh, imprisoned or you know held in a in a jail in Romania for like three months uh, because he got accused of uh, assault and uh, the kind of assault um, you know uh, on a woman right or a, a couple of them so uh, they had different witnesses that came forth and then in the end you know some of the women are saying that no you know we just kind of banded together to Um, falsely accuse uh, Andrew Tate Uh, not sure exactly who was behind that or if they were just kind of self-motivated to take him out you know because he's got a big mouth so um, if you all don't know who Andrew Andrew Tate is uh, he's a British American social media personality he's a businessman and a former professional kickboxer So, um, he, he won his first championship back in 2009, but he was on a show called Big Brother in, uh, it was a British reality show and, and there was some controversy, you know, because he's aggressive or, you know, uh, something that happened on the show, but, uh, he came back, uh, being online Uh, Just, you know, on TikTok and social media. And um, I honestly thought that Andrew Tate was um, Neil Strauss. Was it Neil Strauss? The guy who wrote uh, The Game? (laughs) All right, so if you all look up Neil Strauss, uh, it's... uh, S-T-R-A-U-S-S Neil Strauss and uh, he wrote a book called The Game and I, I think he worked for Rolling Stone I'm not sure, but he's a writer but you know, this guy he's um, part of the old school like pickup community and he again, he wrote a book called The Game uh, a few other books and um but that's who. When I first saw the videos on TikTok, I thought it was Neil Strauss, and I was like, "I wonder is that how you pronounce it, Strauss? I don't know." But uh, I I thought it was this guy. Um, I was like, "Okay, he's back. <laughs> he looks a little different." I'm like, "He looks bigger." But no, it was uh, you know this this guy named Andrew Tate, who's, you know, basically talking about you know being a man and and you know, kind of being that traditional, you know, man and hating on, on, uh, feminism for sure. So, and that's why he attracted, you know, a lot of controversy and, uh, that's why he became popular because he doubled down on all the stuff that he was saying. Um, so he, he no apologies, you know, cause I, I feel when, when you have one of these masculine guys, that, you know, comes out on social media and um, starts advocating for men and, and and just really being unapologetic, right? An unapologetic man. Um, I think the media will uh, test you, you know, uh, they'll test you to see if you're really about that, um, you know, or are you someone who is, you know, an ally, right? So you can have your own thoughts, but are you still down with the uh, agenda, right of uh equality and uh are you down with feminism you know and down i mean is in a supportive way right and no he doubled down on on the way that he he felt about you know being a man in today's world so um but again he was saying a lot of off the wall shit (laughs) mind you he was saying that like women couldn't drive and um you know i uh I resent that a little bit because um, I'm not a super fan of of NASCAR, but you know, there's this uh, this uh, this girl, <laughs> um, this girl that drives for uh, for NASCAR. What's her name? The NASCAR driver uh, Danica Danica Patrick, uh, who also has a talk show, by the way. She's a very cool Very cool lady Um, So she drives I I don't think she ever like actually won Does she ever win any Let's take a look here Let's uh, test Andrew Tate's um, You know theories on (laughs) On women drivers So uh, Danica Patrick She's 41 now by the way, so if you wanna if you wanna look her up, she's from Wisconsin. Uh, oh, she's five foot one, one hundred and twenty pounds. <laughs> so, oh, let's see here. Uh, she was born March twenty fifth, nineteen eighty two. She's a former professional racing driver, and the most successful woman in the history of American open wheel car racing her victory in the 2008 Indy Japan 300 is the only win by a woman in an IndyCar series race well in in a sense this kind of backs up what he says because she's the only one so uh, Danica Patrick is the anomaly okay she is a superwoman or wonder woman so anyways Uh, But yeah, so he was saying a lot of off-the-wall shit, so obviously he caught the attention of a lot of folks that wanted to ban him, and uh, eventually they they did ban him. They got him off of Instagram, uh, well, Facebook, and um, and I think he mentioned that because his father passed away, and he said that he, he was very hurt when he got banned from Facebook, because uh, a lot of the, the final conversations that he had with his father before he died were uh, through Messenger on Facebook. So when they banned him, he lost access to all those conversations because I guess he hadn't backed them up or whatever. So uh, he said that, you know, that really hurt him a lot. But, you know, we all know if you're going to be on the platform um Again, it's called social media, not anti-social media. So um, you you have to watch what you say uh, and have some sort of compassion for your listeners. Because again, it's social, not anti-social. Although I'm an advocate for freedom of speech as an artist, as someone that is a, a truth seeker. Um, I advocate for speaking the truth, your truth, and and I'm trying to accommodate someone else's truth or put their truth before your own. So, uh, but at the same time, um, I'm not oblivious to the fact that, you know, we we live in, in a society where you have to be mindful of your behavior and how it affects other people, right? So I'm also an advocate for that. You know, so it, it's really not, it, you know, it, it it's not um, one sided or even two sided. You know, it's on a spectrum, and you have to be mindful, right? But this guy was way on this side of the spectrum. So, you know, he got banned, uh, he lost his YouTube page and I, I think for a while he had, um, like this, uh, course online on how to, uh, make money online and kind of like a brotherhood type, you know, uh, group and website. So if you joined, you had, um, I guess, access to, uh, to all these different things here. Um, resources right which every man should have resources every every person should have resources but uh what i'm finding now is that there isn't that many resources for for men and you know it's one of the things that that i did like about andrew tate is that you know some call him a misogynist right um but i don't think i don't agree with that i don't think that's true um, I think Andrew Tate is a masculist. Uh, if that's, is it masculi- masculist or masculinist? One of those two, but it's masculism. <laughs> so I guess the opposite of feminism is masculism. <laughs> and I just learned that today. So um, it it refers to ideologies and social political movements that seek to eliminate sexism against men, equalize their rights with women, and increase adherence to or promotion of attributes regarded as typical of men and boys. So that's what uh, masculism is. So feminism and masculism. Okay. Um, So here's, here's why that's important. Okay. So if, if Andrew Tate is not really a misogynist, meaning he doesn't hate women, then he shouldn't be banned and, you know, there shouldn't be this witch hunt. To eliminate Andrew Tate similar to the witch hunt of Donald Trump so but here's the thing is that Andrew Tate is not really you know involved politically so what threat does he really pose it's not like Trump that actually has power a lot of connections and he's uh, looking to take office you know And having the most important position in the United States. Um, This is Andrew Tate. He's not running for Congress. You know, he's not running for a seat in the Senate. Um, He's not looking to join your schools, (laughs) you know, parent association. Right. Um, So he's just a guy out there speaking his mind and in a sense what i see is that you know he's he's trying to help uh men kind of regain their confidence in in this new world right that has uh changed a lot but there's a lot of things that are still happening in the world uh not only in the united states so i i totally agree with Everyone having, you know, equal rights to do as you please with your life, right? And, and the same opportunities if you want to go to school, um, if, if you want to pursue a certain trade, whether you're a man or a woman, right? Um, you should be able to pursue what you want, all right? So you know, uh, they say, well, you know, the tough jobs are, are for for the men, you know, the the men that maintain the infrastructure, you know, when there's a storm and the lights go out and you, you have these electricians out there risking their life or, and dying sometimes Uh that, you know, women should be able to do that. And I agree. So if, if you want to go out there and be an electrician and put your life on the line so that I have lights, so my lights are on, my power's working. Uh, I'm all for it. You should be able to do it. You know, do whatever it is that you need to do if you need to, you know, work harder than than these guys to outperform them. Or, um, you know, if it's something related to physical strength, then obviously you're going to have to work harder to get that physical strength. Right. Uh, but I, I advocate for it. OK. But, you know, what's happening in society now is that um, basically, you know, women overall are gaining more rights. Now, mind you, I don't think that women feel equal to men, although, you know, the rights are there on paper, right? And you can say that on paper, especially, you know, family court and, and things like that, although I do see things evening out more between men and women and fathers and mothers in family court. Um, but, you know, the, there's there's a lot of rights, you know, like uh, Blueface uh, was saying in a video, double standards, <laughs> right? So he was saying that there's like actually more, the double standards actually benefit women, you know, a lot more than, than men. Um, but so what's happening is that, you know uh, i think just average women all women they're getting more rights right and and being elevated um and and there's this fight against the patriarchy but the common man is not the patriarchy you know maybe a rich 1% men are um that are in charge of things right so you think of someone like donald trump maybe you know and maybe that's why they're going after him right or maybe Andrew Tate, and that's why you're going after him, but, you know, the, the average man really doesn't have a whole lot of power, you know, uh, especially if you're a minority, uh, if you grew up without a lot of resources, if your, your parents brought you here from a different country, like, like Mexico, okay, you're an immigrant, all right, you don't have all those resources, so, uh, if, if on top of all the challenges that you already have as a regular human being, as a regular man, right? But you live in a, in a, in a country where, you know, being a man, there's, there's an attack, a mental, I guess, uh, war that, that's going on against the patriarchy, right? And you just for being a man, you know, you're, you're, you're at the receiving end of that energy. And, th- and that's that's not fair. You can argue a lot of things, right? You say, well, you know, life hasn't been fair in the past. Well, you know, it hasn't been fair for a lot of groups, right? So that doesn't justify continuing unfair behavior on any group. So when an unfair behavior is identified, it should be addressed and it should be changed. So again, that's why I think that you know Andrew Tate was a, uh, a masculism or a masculinist, you know, and I, I just think he got you know misbranded as um, as a misogynist. So, but mind you, the guy is a pimp. <laughs> like the guy is a, a legitimate pimp. He had like seventy five webcam models, you know in uh romania so in, in the pimp game <laughs> you know um you well I, i'm not gonna sit here and like you know dig into the pimp game too much you know but there, there's a lot of things that happen you know a lot a lot, lot of dirty things that happen in the pimp game so is it likely that something happened that you know he got he got out of hand and and now he's having to pay for it well yeah You know, it's, it's likely that, you know, something did happen, you know, um, some kind of misbehavior somewhere. So, but again, we don't know the details of the case. So, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, but we'll see. But I, I do like a lot of the things that Andrew Tate says in reference to, um, that you basically get what you earn, right? And basically, so if you have someone that, so equality, equality in a different sense, because he just offers a different perspective and a different point of view, right? So, you know, I'm a human being, right? So I should be equal to you, right? Uh, Hey, you went to school for, you know, uh, four or five years, you post grad and you've got a master's degree or maybe you've got a PhD well hey you know what I should have one too because I don't feel equal right so I should have a PhD I should have a master's degree I should have a doctorate right well I didn't do the work <laughs> I didn't do the work so There's just a lot of misunderstandings about what equality means, but equality of opportunity, right? But not equality of outcome. Not everyone gets an equal outcome because not everyone does the equal amount of work, but you want equality. So you want to be included. You want to get the benefits for things that you're not doing for work that you're not putting in. So. That's something that I agree with. So you're saying, you know, if I have a championship belt, you can't have one. You know why? Cuz you didn't do the work. You didn't win the championship. You don't get a championship belt. It's reality, you know? So in a sense, it's um I I think it's more about a hierarchy than than it is a patriarchy, right? So basically what, you know, a lot of these folks are against is they're against um they're against a hierarchy, right? But governments are a hierarchy. School are a hierarchy. The fact that someone has an A and someone has an f right that p- <laughs> that puts you in a different hierarchy. They have a class president, maybe a vice president that puts you in a hierarchy. It's a it's it it, it is that sort of structure. And, you know, that's that's not going to change because it is the basis of society. Nothing is is truly democratic. Not everyone gets a voice, unfortunately. And it it, it is about a hierarchy, whether you're a Democrat or Republican doesn't really matter. There's a hierarchy. There's someone in charge. (laughs) You have a boss and they have a boss. Right. So uh, and even if you own your own business right you answer to someone you answer to your um customers so uh, there's uh there's a hierarchy always so uh i encourage you to think with an open mind so uh the other thing that you know we wanted to get into was um i've been seeing things online uh like on tiktok uh about like 50-50 relationships Right. So while we're on the subject of these, you know, toxic men, <laughs> right, Trump and um and uh Andrew Tate. So, uh about 50/50 relationships and I actually had some. Had some notes here. Now, what is a 50/50 relationship? So, a 50/50 relationship um as it's being shown on social media and, and discussed uh, like on podcasts and, um, uh, all these different shows is, you know, going 50, 50 on your bills. So guy, girl, or, you know, guy, guy, girl, girl, you know, whatever your preference is. Right. Uh, but you're going 50, 50, uh, on, on the bills. So both of you work and you split the bills. Some say that it should be kind of relative to how much money you make. So, um, so you know, if, but the more you, if the guy makes more, then he'll pay a higher percentage, and she'll just pay a percentage that's kind of relative to her income. Um, so fifty-fifty—that—that's what I mean, you know, when we talk about fifty-fifty relationships. Uh, I argue <laughs> that uh, that that doesn't work. That's that's my argument. My argument is that fifty-fifty relationships don't work. Um, and you know, here's why. So I, I looked up a few different articles on it and, uh, so this is what I found. So while it does seem like the 50, 50 model is perfectly reasonable, it does right on paper. Um, it can often result in disappointment and resentment. The 50, 50 model is flawed because it means subconsciously or even consciously measuring each other's input. Into the relationship, mm. right? So the relationship is not really gonna flow, you know, and be just this uh, this cool relationship. This just you know this dream, this fantasy. Um, you know, it's uh, we're gonna be measuring like, hey, you know, we gotta pay gotta pay the rent. Where's your half? <laughs> right. And uh that kind of throws throws a curveball into that love fantasy. Right. So uh and then something else I read. Um it says marriage, uh many believe is a 50-50 relationship. Uh that belief sounds good and seems to make sense. There's just one problem, it doesn't work. Here's why. Thinking our spouse must do his or her fifty percent leads us to focus on the other person's performance. So kind of like the other thing that I read right, read, right? Because now we're measuring each other's input. Our focus has, has changed from us giving to seeing if this other person is giving <laughs> the same amount as you are, right? So, but once couples start measuring each other's performance, disappointment follows close behind And a deadly cycle begins. You do your part leads to unmet expectations, leads to disappointment, leads to anger or silence, leads to distance instead of harmony, leads to increased pressure to perform. So, do you agree? And... Are you in one of these fifty fifty relationships, and is this something that works for you? Is this something that you want to have long term you know so given you know if you're with your partner till you're sixty you know are are you all still splitting the bills at sixty years old? you know what's the plan what's the long term plan uh or are you not? in in a 50 50, you know, relationship? Um, are you in a relationship where, you know, you make all the money and I'm sure there's some anomalies. So I'm sure there's relationships where, and I've seen them like on TikTok, right? Like my wife makes 150,000 a year and I just stay home and I cook and clean. If that's the agreement. And if she feels okay doing that and she feels fulfilled, you know, and low key, she doesn't, bash him <laughs> for not having a job when they get mad right she's not abusive um similar to uh, a man who takes care of a woman right um given that it, you're not abusive towards her and you know talk shit to her for not working or put her down right um if the scenario is the same the other way around then there wouldn't be a problem Right. Where she's really content, like she really doesn't have this feminine need to be taken care of by her partner. And she's totally okay with making all the money and him taking care of stuff at home. That's wonderful. I mean, I I think men are totally adaptable to that because I I really see a lot of men that want to be taken care of by women. (laughs) Everyone's a pimp now. (laughs) Right. So, you know, you have guys that maybe, you know, date women that are a notch or two under them right that that are willing to 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 pay to be with them you know whether it's like offering a place to live giving them money you know paying more of the bills right i think there's a lot of men that are more codependent now um than they were before and this is because a, a lot of the the masculism stuff that Andrew Tate is talking about is non-existent or is slowly fading out in society in the Western world Um, because men are now kind of raised like women but men are not like women in the sense that you really don't have that equal value that a woman has Um, a, a woman has and has always had more value than a man um, again, I encourage you to look up uh, Blueface and his double standard post. <laughs> it's online somewhere. Double standard, and he says, um, you know, you're a, a woman, and her her pussy's worth way more than your than any dick. <laughs> you know, and um, it, it's true. You know, women, women just have a, a, attraction powers. Um, you know, uh, women are so quick witted um, as far as, you know, their, their multitasking and thinking abilities, um, you know, so they, they have a lot of value, I think, from the jump and a man really has to prove himself. So men really have to put an extra effort to really have the same value as a woman. And, you know, a lot of these men are being raised to think like women. And this is why women now are so disappointed because you have all these men who just think that they're women. And the woman knows that they're not, that these guys are not women. Guys don't hold that high value to her. She has so many of them. So when you have a lot of something and it has a lower value, even if all the guys in her DMs that are pursuing her are notches below her and she's not interested at all in them right unless she wants to take advantage of them um, you know she wants to use them as tricks and then that's a whole nother thing right but for the most part all these guys that she has she can have a hundred guys in her dm right but again they're all notches below her so she's not interested but she still sees men as this lower value thing because she has so many of them and it's so easy for her to get any of those men whereas to men You may still have a roster and a few ugly chicks in your DM (laughs) that you're not interested in, right? Um, But it's nowhere near to to the level of of women and, and what they have as far as options and resources. Mind you, all these hundreds of guys have resources, right? So she literally has power. You know, through all these men that she can control or have them give her attention, money, dates, whatever it is. And men, you, you don't have that. OK, the only way that you have options is if you're successful, you have money and then maybe you're the equivalent of, of her. Maybe a super successful guy would be the equivalent to an average beautiful woman. she was born beautiful she hadn't she didn't have to do anything put on a nice dress that's about it so you know so given that um i i I don't believe that most women that i see uh on on social media and they stop them and, and ask them questions there's you know guys interviewing them on the street and and they say would you want you know a man to to pay for for the first date all of them say yes it's instinctual, right? Because she knows her value. She knows her value is higher than yours. You know, a woman's value is higher than, than any normal guy. So, you know, that's the least you can do, <laughs> right, is pay for her dinner. Uh, if you're going to ask a woman out, you know, um, you, you should pay you should pay and a guy should should pay all his bills you know you should pay all your bills and if you find a woman that wants to live with you then fine but that shouldn't change the way that you manage your finances or your your day-to-day life so that's just my opinion and uh, and i'm curious to know how how women feel about it you know if um if you feel that you know contributing you know if if that's something that 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 you you do <laughs> you know uh, i don't know how do you feel about it how do you feel about working right so you work both of you work and and then your money is used to you know pay the bills So you really can't have any fun with your money. You can't spend on yourself or whatnot. Uh, You just got to pay bills with that money. Would you prefer that? Or would you prefer to um, have all that money to do whatever you want? You know, there's a saying, uh, his money is my money and my money is, well, my money is my money and his money is my money. (laughs) Right? So, so yeah, in a sense, and from my experience, um, it's a lot easier to uh, take care of my bills and take care of my business um, when I don't have to, you know, have those conversations with someone else or ask someone else to, you know, give me money or give me their half, then that person is a roommate at that point, right? Um, and and again, it, it goes back to, you know, measuring, right? How much are you putting in? And now there's all this extra stuff right when in reality your value is you know it, you make my life better when you're around i like having you around you're beautiful i like seeing your face you know i like all the things you do for me you know i like how you rub my feet at night <laughs> and massage me right that's the true value that that you bring so i i think a lot of women don't know that value maybe they don't have that confidence of the high value that they have right so you know or maybe that value is downplayed so now you have to pay right to to share a life with him right well you shouldn't because you have a high value you know plus you're having sex with him all the time you know guys pay for sex (laughs) in one way or another right you you pay with dates um or you pay when you hit the track and pick someone up right if that's your bag of tea um or you pay at the strip club right uh mind you um i've never bought a lap dance in my life confession (laughs) All the strippers hearing me right now are going to hate me, right? Um, but no, I've, you know, obviously been to mad strip clubs, but I, I've never paid for a lap dance. It's just that, you know, I don't know. Maybe I would now. <laughs> but I just had this um, this thing. It's like, you know what? I don't pay for sex. I don't pay for lap dances. You know, that's that's not me. You know, I'm a pee, right? I'm a pimp. Um... So, yeah, I mean, those are my thoughts. Uh, Again, if you're if you're with someone, it should be uh, because you love them, um, you know, whatever the plans are for the future. Um, As you know, in love, it's uh, it's about feelings. Right. So uh, fellas, I mean, at at any point in time, she could feel like not being with you. Right. So uh, I feel, you know, both parties should be, you know, okay with that because you don't want someone staying with you. Just because you need help with with the bills and you become codependent and then it complicates the whole purpose of why you're together, which is because you enjoy each other's company because you want to be together. Uh, Maybe you want to have kids and then you want to focus on them. Right. So finances will will stress two people out. And if you've ever been in a relationship and you know that, you know, likely you're going to be arguing because of bills and money and that's going to come between your relationship. Because when it's time to pay the bills and you're going to be stressed out because there isn't enough money, or you know, maybe she spent or you spent, or because both of you are codependent on each other on paying the bills, stuff is going to get mismanaged and it's going to make life worse, it's going to add more stress. So, don't mix those two things, you know, keep your business separate, you know so uh those are my thoughts again uh feel free to uh to hit me up let me know what your thoughts are you know share your stories uh you know give me feedback make sure you comment again uh follow me on social media on youtube follow like and subscribe uh this is the drop with essay doc again this is april 7th 2023 it's good friday so um you know, y'all be safe out there and a uh, happy Easter from SA doc to you and yours. All right. I'm out. Peace.